Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Today we have a well, I'm recording this on Thursday, but it's going to be 2 a.m. on Friday by the time this slate locks. But we have another three-game, uh, the the China League, the Professional League, the LPL, another three-game series with 20K more up top. But a huge announcement from DraftKings is that the other leagues are coming back, and they're going to be coming back pretty much tomorrow as well, the European League, the LEC, and then the American League, the United States over here, so you get more reasonable start times. And that is going to be the, the Championships League, so the LCS series. So you have a $50,000 to first prize pool for Saturday's 5 p.m. start. It makes sense because it's just the uh, more reasonable start time for a lot of people to get in there. 17900 or 17.6, I believe, thousand spots available. And that thing's probably going to fill up. So I'll have content for that. I'll have content for the uh, LEC, which is also going to be starting around the same time as this one. So watch out for that video later today. You can check that out if you want. Also a 20000 to first Prize pool, similar prize pools to this. Uh, I'm just going to be building the databases for the next hour or so for those ones as well. Pretty much have everything I need. But we're going to go through here. If you're brand new here, a lot of people watched and listened. Almost 2,000 people watched and listened to combined yesterday for the three-game series for the uh, League of Legends. So excited to have a lot of people in this community exploring this while I, while I, I explored and played as well. Right now, the biggest prize pools are indeed in the League of Legends, which is pretty wild. So uh, happy to have you here. If you could hit the subscribe button, if you get any value from this video, I really do help. I really do appreciate that. It helps me out. Um, I do have Patreon exclusive content. I do realize it's a time where a lot of people aren't looking to buy subscriptions, so that's completely fine. But if you want the the, the updated interest in terms of yeses and nos and some other content as well for some of the NBA simulation stuff that's going on, projections for Superdraft and FanDuel, that's on there as well as some soccer analysis and charts as well. So just going to get into this one right here. Thank you so much for tuning into this. And if you hit the subscribe button on any of the platforms you're listening on around less than 350 more till 20,000 here on YouTube, that'd be pretty awesome. So appreciate it. Um, so if you don't really know how to play League of Legends still, again, there's a lot of videos out there. There's a lot of articles at this point out there to kind of teach you the ways this isn't going to be an intro video. We're going to be breaking down this slate specifically. So for top laners, Top laners do have some scoring upside, probably not captain scoring upside, especially once the slates start getting bigger. But on a three-game slate, I'm not really going to prioritize putting a top laner in the captain, but you're going to have the Vegas odds already out for this three-game slate. And there are, as always, going to be three favorites, but there's one overwhelming favorite, one and a half, I guess you can say, but uh, the overwhelming favorite is going to be RNG in this one. And laying X, the top laner there, a 625 favorite, a 70% win rate. Somebody who's involved in 66.2% of the kill participation on the team and just right now tied for the highest and most kills on the slate. You're not going to get a ton of kills out of top laners. That's more going to be your mid laners and your ADCs, your AD carriers, uh, but the most assists on the slate. So obviously 6,600, the highest price point. Um, I do think it's an interesting slate to potentially take underdogs. You're going to get an, a lot of overlap in duplicated lineups. If you're just taking all the heavy favorites, and that's okay because you'll probably still win money a lot of the time, but your EV is going to go down because you're splitting it more so. So when you min cash, you're min cashing for less and not getting your entry fees back. When you're winning it all or finishing top 10, you're getting nowhere near the actual prizes that are going to be allocated because so many people are duplicating your lineup. So you do have slight underdogs. So although lane X is the, the obvious overwhelming choice to get that win bonus, you want to try and chase wins in League of Legend. Um, you have 705, who's also a, a pretty decent sized favorite. It's going to be important to check who starts for uh, JDG, JD Gaming. Uh, 705 and Zoom have both started, uh, 705 started five of these games, Zoom started four of these games. Uh, so they're kind of coin flippy at that point. Just keep a close eye later in the day. The lineups will usually come out well before lock. Usually on the East Coast, they'll come out like 
6, 7 p.m. You can start to find those on Twitter and some websites online as well. Um, but just keep a close eye on who starts there. I would have interest. Uh, obviously, Flandre, who just went off in the last one out for LNG, um, popped off the most starts here, the most consistent player in terms of you can rely on to get a start. The only issue is just win upside as a 205, a 204 favorite, but probably going to be a lot less owned in a snack, the LNG team, because they're not as overwhelming of a favorite. But since they're not as overwhelming of a favorite, on the opposite side of that, the, the team that's the slight underdog compared to what we've seen as of late is RW. And that's where Crazy comes in. Not somebody I really want to play. But again, if you're trying to just get different and, and your second stack is going to be maybe an upset stack and you're hoping to get an upset there, it's a spot to potentially go. I will point out that Zoom does have a 100% win rate when starting for JD Gaming, but we'll see who they end up actually going with, whereas 705 has only been active on about 60% of the team wins. So I think these five players are in play. Obviously, only four of them will end up being in a player pool for me, depending on who starts for JD Gaming. Um, and it depends on how chalky you want to get. If you want to build a very chalky lineup, or at least half of your stack be chalky but secure, then yeah, lane X is probably your option there. If not, then Flandre is a, is a slight favorite. Um, so that's where I'd go with top laner, at least right now. Uh, and again, yes, you should be stacking uh, four players, three players, ideally. Um, you can obviously get different now that more people are joining into these contests and probably going to stack. But also there's going to be a lot more average people that don't watch this video. If there's going to be almost 18,000 people in a contest um, on Saturday, there's not going to be 18,000 people watching this video or other people's content. There's probably going to be 2,000 people watching this. So there's going to be an advantage still. Um, mid laner... I'm just probably going to go off of, um, since it's still the Chinese league, I'm still going to go off of uh, just some of the salaries here because I have no idea how to say half of these names. Um, but up top, you're going to have 7,800 and 7,600. Obviously, the, the two biggest favorites there based on the Vegas odds, 625 favorite, 333 favorite, and also the teams with the highest win rate. So that obviously correlates 78% for JD Gaming, 70% for RNG. So Yes, if you want to go up there, that obviously stands out as the best. Maple from LNG is going to be the other player in my player pool. Once I'm getting to mid laner and ABC, I want to have the win upside here. So in terms of taking some of the slight underdogs, uh, like whoever starts, probably Ruby started eight of these nine games for RW. Um, so like taking Ruby there, somebody who doesn't really get all that active in a lot of things. And a big reason why is just not winning as much, just a 38% win rate. I'm just going to stick with Maple and then just the top prices here. You're just going to have to bite the bullet on that and just try and correlate it properly. For support, so support is somewhere where you can stack it with your AD carrier because they're going to go down the same lane. And if your AD carrier is staying alive and getting more kills and obviously winning, well, then your support's going to one win and, and probably get more assists and, and things like that, more kill participation, more damage percentages. So I currently have them all on here as no's, but that's not going to be the case. Um, I could pretty quickly tell you that this is probably going to be more so the case for me. Uh, so again, the three favorites I'm going to have interest in their players, Ming, um, LeMayo, and Dwayne. So those are going to be the three. Um, from JD Gaming, you're going to have just the best overall kill participation at the top end there. Most assists tied, uh, most assists per match at, at, at 10.4. So that's where the upside comes in at 5,800. Obviously, the top three is where you would like to go. If you did have the slight underdog come through, though, the kill participation for support is not as important. It's more so what they do. When they win, and I'll be having some of those stats hopefully shortly, just kills per win and deaths per losses to kind of see the splits there and how good that they are. Not exactly like football where it's home road splits or any sport, but more so like how efficient and effective and what are their ceilings and wins. And when they lose, what is their absolute floors? Because obviously you want to stay away from those so you can get some more higher floor players. But lay for our uh, lay for RW does have a, um, a pretty 
underwhelming uh, in terms of the most deaths on this slate by 48. Um, I'm just going to clean that up. So most deaths on the state by 48, uh, but also has the most kills. So pretty active there in terms of kills, 1.3 average. But what you're getting is just not a lot of upside when it comes to win. So again, the top three is going to be where I hang out for the support. And ideally, I'm going to be pairing it with whoever I have in my AD carrier, the exact same team. Um, I'm going to try and get somebody from the support. And now you get to the AD carrier. So uh, the big question here is LNG. LNG in the last time up, they called up light. I believe the first start the last time. So the stats haven't registered for that yet. But first start for light the last time out started over Ashura, um, who was not that great, who has not performing all that well in four games so far. I mean, active in kill participation, but in terms of just average kills and things like that was not that great. So light, we'll see if it continues to start. We'll get that news later in the day. Right now I'm marking it as if um, Light's going to get the start here. So slight favorite as a 204 favorite. I think that you can go to Light as a small favorite. Obviously, Betty up top at 8,000 and uh, Loken, who is just absolutely destroying in, in so many different departments as a 333 favorite. Probably Loken at 7,800 will be end up being my favorite play from here when you factor in price and just overall stacking of a team. Um, stacking the RNG squad as a 625 favorite is going to be the, the right decision in a vacuum, especially if you're playing cash games. Um, but if you're stacking them with JD Gaming and you could somehow afford to do that, you're probably going to be getting a lot of duplicated lineups. So stacking JD Gaming and, and LNG, just two of the, the second and third best teams on the slate in terms of favorites, seems like a better way to go. Try and avoid a lot more dupes, uh, but don't try and get too crazy and just stack like two underdogs. Stacking the RNG squad and having some lineups where you stack RW, the slight underdog, is not a terrible idea, but some of their upside in terms of even if they win, it's obviously going to be better than um, the upside of the team that they're facing because they're going to get into loss and not bonus points. But the upside's still not there compared to some of the other teams in the slate. So uh, Betty, Loken, and Light, as long as Light is starting, that's probably all I want to go to for AD Carrier. I'm much less likely to try and take stances and, and take an underdog at AD Carrier in, in mid if I don't have to. Like, I'd rather just put my team that I feel the most about getting a win in those spots because they have the highest upside in terms of scoring. Junglers, um, so... Just 7,400, 7,600, those are going to be the people that I roster. Um, those are the people that actually consistently start. Everybody else in this lead in terms of junglers, the other three teams, they're pretty much splitting it down the middle. Four starts, five starts, four starts, five starts, six starts, four starts. Like It's a coin flip on who's going to start that specific day. I don't know if they're going matchup-based. I don't know if they're just getting frustrated. Uh, subbing players in and out is always a concern when you see not a consistent starter. So just stick with the top three here in your lineups. They're obviously still the top three favorites. And you're going to get the best outcomes there. Um, you're just naturally going to have to pay up for jungler today. Uh, you can still get a slight discount if you go for a $6,600 price tag instead of $7,400. But they're just the ones that are going to consistently start. Obviously, check that before this does start. But they've been starting pretty much every single game so far. And then for teams, I think you can go anywhere here. So like depending on how much money you have left over, if you want to take a risk and go with like the Rogue Warriors, yeah, they're obviously underdogs, but they're 4,800 compared to 5,800 for all the way up at Royal Never Give Up RNG. So I think it's a situation that if you have a, a four-person stack and you don't want the team to be stacked there, you have your captain and then three other players from that team. So a four-person stack, you then stack two players from another team. And then if you just want to put in an underdog at Rogue Warriors at 4,800, say you only have 4,900 left, you can't afford the LNG Gaming or JD Gaming or one of those teams. I do think it's okay. It's obviously risky. It obviously, more times than not, they're going to lose as, as underdogs and they're going to be getting you like 12 points in your team spot instead of the 50 plus that the other teams are getting. Um, but I don't think it's a terrible way uh, to put, build a GPP lineup. I wouldn't do it for cash, but if that's all that you have left and you like the rest of your upside, you're basically banking that an upset occurs. You might want to correlate that in some other lineups with getting some of those players in. And then that's why you should probably just go with a 4-3 anyways, because if an upset does occur, not a lot of people have it. And probably those other players are going to get more points than the players in for a cheaper price point that you have. So um, obviously the biggest favorites are going to be the best team spots. You shouldn't be stacking though your team spot with your, your stack. So if you have four players from one team in your lineup and one of those should be your captain, one of those should not be your team spot. Um, 
I already have sent out in terms of fantasy cruncher having uh, optimizers. I already have rules in place to not have captains um, for the team spot in. Everything else is going to flow into my captain spot, but it's going to be heavily allocated to mid laners and AD carriers. Uh, and then after that, junglers and top and supports probably something that's not going to get in there all that often either. So that's where I'm at with this three-game slate. I'll have the championship series, which is on Saturday at 5 p.m., so a very nice primetime matchup kind of. I'll have that content out tomorrow. I'll also have the European League out later today, as well as Turkish soccer. So uh, we're getting a lot out. There's rumors of what I've been hearing of other contests coming to DraftKings, so we'll check all that out. I'll have the projections up for the Super Draft simulations, as well as the FanDuel simulations for their um, just normal simulations. Also, if you're still watching, check out Awesome's live streams. Um, awesome, I do contracting work over there, but they have a contest over on FanDuel right now under esports. And it's it's Josh, it's it's Lofi, it's a couple other people over there, Jazz Rouse as well, just doing commentary over some esports games that they have a tournament for with $10,000 to first. I personally cannot partake in this contest or the tournament as a affiliate with the site, but you definitely can. So be sure to check that out. It's totally free to enter. And the streams are on their channel at awesome.com. So if you can hit me with the subscribe button before you go, I really do appreciate that. Continuing to turn out this content in a, in a time when not a lot of people are turning it out. So um, I think that it's pretty important that uh, continue to do this. There's, there's still, I mean, like almost 2000 people watched and listened yesterday. So I'm sure that's giving somebody at least some sort of satisfaction and preparation to play some games in times of uncertainty. So not only for myself to continue to do content, because I love doing this and it's a great routine for myself, but also a lot of other people seeing a lot of other people in a time like this, actually seeking enjoyment from this content, even if it's just new stuff to you. Um, I'm going to continue to produce it so if you want to support me just by hitting the subscribe button that is greatly appreciated if you want to support me by supporting over on patreon if you are indeed in a well position to do so the link is down below and you can check that out as well so for all of you watching this thank you so much my name is salvetri you could also follow me on twitter at salvetri dfs for some updates and reach out if you have any questions over there peace out gang and have a great rest of your day i'll see you in the next one i hope you enjoyed that podcast and before you go if i can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast download a few if you wish But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one.